We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And good luck this week. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, Make sure you check out the current videos playlist. What's going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here at Dean704. If you want to get all technical, I'll meet us 520 on the dot on the East Coast, 220 on the West Coast, 420 Tennessee time. It's of course it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Yahoo Friday Three Man Booth. Kyle, how's a how's a life treating you? you good? Or it's what? good. Yeah, it's good. Um, November first. So that means No Shave November is officially active. So no, by this time in, in about a month, I'll be looking. I'll be looking like Grant. You know, I, I'm I'm doing it full month, no shaving. I'll be looking like Grant pretty soon here. Can you? Are you that masculine? You can pull it off. You can make that no, work. Oh, not okay, at all. It's going to be totally patchy and gross, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah, I, I respect the uh, dedication. I tried it once before too, and it was it, I was scaring lots of people. But uh, <laughs> respect for that, Grant. I assume you're just going to continue to be lazy. Just not. You're going to play along, and that's what you're going to say is. I mean, I feel like we've had this conversation before. I just want to hide my double chin. So as yeah. long as I have a beard, nobody knows my size, especially on these shows. No one knows exactly how big I am. 
except for when I stand up and show my part. We saw yesterday in the break, <laughs> you were showing it off in your Halloween costume, all sorts of parts. That was good time. Not even premium. That was that was free for the people. Uh, yeah. Did you actually go out trick or treating or anything like that, or go to like a party of any sort? Me, I was playing on it, right? but I went out the night before, um, and I just I had too much work. That's what that's what held you up. All right, fair enough. Oh, I mean. I play, sat in and played Settlers of Catan and ate pizza. I don't. I don't know what it, I knew pizza. I don't. The rest of those words did not compute for me. Oh, Kyle, you haven't played, played Settlers of Catan? Oh, Dude, fantastic board game. Is it? I don't. Am I, am I missing out, Kyle? You don't. You know what yeah. talking about? Yeah, Catan is uh is pretty good. I, I like it a lot. It's a it's a strategy based game. I don't. I'm, I'm not sure that Grant's pretty good at it. You know, he's not really good at these strategy based things. But yeah, it's a fun game. You guys play against each other? That's a thing. No, no, not yet. Anyway. Oh. No, I will smoke you, my friend. Uh, okay. Challenge accepted. Next time I'm on the West Coast, we'll put some uh, some some Benjis on, and we'll we'll figure it out. I don't even live on the West Coast, but I will meet you there for a game of settlers. You're in in West Coast time, whatever. You're in college. I'm in Mountain Time. You just yeah, struck out again. Oh my! Who cares about that stuff? Let's just let's talk about Catan and let's talk about DFS. Let's do it. Josh Gordon. Oh gosh. Fade Mountain Time. Yeah, uh, yeah, good. J- Josh Gordon, congratulations to the Seahawks. They got an extra blocker uh, for Chris Carson this weekend, but uh, that'll be good times as well. Uh, yeah, NFL. Of course, we have NFL shows going down this weekend as well. Lots of NFL shows on the channel. On the old, uh, I don't know if you guys can hear, there's a disaster going on outside, or at least an ambulance. Hopefully that's going to fade away. Hope everybody's all good, but apologies for that sound. Uh, a couple promos before you step aside and uh, knock out the, the eight-game sleep. Finally. Oh, do I? No, I, I said something. You just didn't even stop for a second. You just what you say? Uh, I said the disaster is going on on your screen, as in what you are saying, as in you are the disaster. Oh well, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> we had to halt the show to make that clear. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, but great, I, I'm excited. By the way, uh, tonight we finally have like this is the sweet spot, isn't it? An eight game slate. I mean, I so I'm one of the few people that drastically changes things based on how many games are on the slate. So no matter what the size of the slate, I have, I have things that I do and make money on. Okay. Uh, Kyle, do you like the eight games? Is that just me? Like six, six, seven, eight, maybe five, maybe nine, but the 11s and threes, so I can't talk to those. Yeah. I just feel like they're less hectic. So I do like them a little bit more, um, less confusing, especially in NBA. When you get that, that late news, I think there's less to deal with. Um, and you can, you know, I like having a, a more narrow player pool, so I always like these smaller slates. I think eight's a perfect number for me, honestly. You say NBA news, I feel like you're segueing. You want to hear some body parts. Is that what I'm hearing? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Am I allowed to leave during this portion? <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be. I mean, I suppose. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be talking for a little bit. Uh, this is the most important thing apart as, uh, as far as the slate, though. You know, minutes equal money, uh, Grant, and like the – Player, some players that are priced for 15 to 20 minutes all of a sudden are going to get raised to 35 minutes or so. And that, you know, that's our value plays that lets us squeeze in the studs. That's just kind of how DFS uh, NBA goes down. So this is a very important part of the show. Some people aren't aware no, it, of the body it's parts. No, the important part of the show is mentioning the injuries before each game. Have you ever thought about just trying that? Like naming the injuries, naming the body parts right before the game? We do so that, that as well. More applicable? But it's a big picture. This is a big picture approach before you break it down you know, uh, game by game. But as far as the big picture, because some people are probably there like making lineups, you know, just kind of starting and saying, like, what's the big picture? Who's in, who's out? And they lock in their value pieces and kind of like plug in the studs as they go along. I don't know what their lineup building process is. That's I it. I mean, it's wrong. What you're doing is wrong. 
Uh, Steph Curry's got a hand. He's going to be out for a while, like three months or so. Uh, RIP to him. Uh, Miles Turner is out with his ankle. The abdometer is broken. Uh, DeJounte Murray, he's uh, he's not going to be playing tonight. Of course, they're resting on back-to-backs. He's coming back from that ACL. Kyle Korver is old, so he's going to rest. Mo Bamba, he's young, but he's he's resting as well. Uh, Matthew Modell Wadova, he's out for personal reasons. DSJ is still out for personal reasons. Jalen Brown, he had the fish. It, he had the fish pretty hard because he's out, out once again, not feeling particularly well. Uh, Enos Cantor still out with his knee. Robert Williams also is that doubtful or out? I think he's out, right? Do you guys have that? I did not update. My I mean, I, I can tell you when we get to that game. <laughs> he is out. Thank yeah. you for nothing. Uh, one of the more important pieces, I think, in the slate tonight, to some degree, uh, is Marquise Morris. He's currently questionable with his ankle. Uh, D Rose is probable with his hamstring. Anthony Davis, stop me if you heard me this before. He's got a shoulder, but he's probable. Kyle Kuzma expected back tonight, a 20-minute limit. Rondo is still out with his calf. Uh, is that where we're at, Kyle, as far as the body parts? I think Marquise Morris is the one big question mark, at least as of right now, and something goofy might happen as the show progresses, but that's really what we have. Yeah, I think all the body parts, except for the ones that we were talking about on Grant before the show were mentioned. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think you nailed it. I'm not sure how that factors into my projection model, Grant's body parts, but that's a whole other show, I suppose. I mean, uh, yeah, so you can you can factor it into the fact that things change sometimes based on events. <laughs> it was cold. Um, <laughs> I was in the pool. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> my inner stands up. Uh, a couple of promos before we step aside and get out of here. I do want to mention the college football season. By the way, I don't know if Chop's out there lurking, but UCF's going to maul your Houston – what are they called, Cougars? Yeah, this weekend. Sorry, Chop. I'm trying to slide into the DMs, get some of that Blaymaker money. Let's see if Chop steps up. He's probably still warning about the Astros. Sorry about that, Chopper. Uh, uh, yeah, you can get yourself – I don't know why I'm taking shots at Chopper, just for fun. He's lurking somewhere, I suppose. He takes shots at me, so take that, Chop. Uh, $100, 100 smackers. You can get yourself the content – for the rest of the college football DFS season. That includes the bowl games as well. Uh, the FanDuel single entry series is still going down four weeks of contests left. Uh, six finalists will get to compete for the WFFC contest in Puerto Rico. Good times there as well. Uh, Sharp Side app contest is still going down. 10K in prize pools in association there with Vegas Insider. Download that for free with the Sharp Side app, despite the fact if you have the AOS or Android, either one works. Yahoo, our sponsor tonight, do want to mention uh, football-wise, they still have that 250K baller that's going down this weekend currently uh 81 percent of those spots yet to be claimed 25k at top 250 uh, prize pool 250k prize pool flat payout that's nice to see as far as tonight their premium contest is the fifty thousand dollar baller 10k at top also if you want to rock the rg badge i know you're getting exhausted from hearing me grant i apologize we're not gonna oh no I'm, I'm 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 list- i'm playing the song baller in my head <laughs> 20 inch rims um yeah there you go uh, <laughs> uh rock the rg badge we're gonna incentivize y'all to do so if you do so when you bank well you don't have to bank just finish in the top 10 a certain contest you get yourself one a month free of rotor grinders premium want to give a shout out to those that have done so in the last 24 hours or so give or take let's see if we can read these correctly uh they're always like funky license plates at least some of them are we got tech niner we got uh, B Baker Cake, M R Becker twenty one, Rick Brady, Rick Brady four six seven. Uh, pass your chips with a Z if you're scoring at home, and that's uh, Jess Settings. All right, Kyle. Did you understand any of those? Because I, I caught all the references. Uh, what's pass pass your chips? Is that a poker reference? Yes. 
What was the first one? Tech Niner? Yeah, do you know who that refers to? That's the guy who sang that previous song you were singing. Did he? Was that Tech Nine? I don't that? know. <laughs> no idea. Tech Nine um, is a is a rap group from Kansas City, I believe. All right, I'm more of a Fushnikins guy. That's just me. Um, right. Kyle, give me uh, give, give me the land of the lay, uh, the, the land of the land of the slates, because we'll be talking about the two forty ish total as far as Houston and Brooklyn. How much are we prioritizing that and the entire slate? Give me the broad uh, screenshots. Yeah, I think there are, you know, two, maybe three games where, you know, the majority of the interest is going to land. Uh, for most people in this one, it's, you know, the the Boston game due to the Celtics having such a small rotation tonight. Um, you know, the Rockets-Nets game, obviously, huge total, fast-paced game. Um, and then for me, I think it's a little bit more off the board, but I think the Warriors and Spurs have, you know, a handful of interesting options here, especially on the value side of things. Um, there's going to be a lot of pretty clear chalk. You know, Tice looks to be pretty clear chalk. Uh, Derek White might be pretty chalky. Andre Drummond, another guy who could be pretty chalky. So I guess we'll talk about that more as those games roll around. But other than that, I think there's it's a really good slate. It's probably my favorite slate of the year so far, uh, especially for, you know, tournament purposes. I'm looking forward to you giving me a take as far as the Warriors because, yeah, they're projected to score 107 points. And they've been terrible, obviously. And I, there's a lot of cheap players in this team that, you know, they're going to get some run. And I'm having a hard time figuring out the rotations, basically. So definitely going to stay tuned to the end of the show for that one. Uh, Grant, first game of the slate, Cleveland, 215 as far as the total facing the Pacers. Pacers are seven-point favorites despite the fact that Miles Turner is out. Uh, on the Cleveland side, Thompson and Love have been great. They've been excellent. I don't know how much they're going to be prioritized in this slate. It is worth noting Cleveland's been one of the best rebounding teams in basketball. Indiana, I believe, the second worst rebounding team in basketball, and they just lost Miles Turner. Uh, looks like TJ Leaf is going to draw the start for what it's worth. We saw Dougie Buckets. Uh, Dougie McDermott get some run last game when Turner went out. I think Holiday started in the second half for him, but he disappeared pretty quickly. Uh, what are we doing here, Grant? Because like Sabonis feels like a really, really strong play. What Malcolm Brogdon's doing is just awesome. Uh, like on other slates, I think it'd be more appealing, but we'll talk about that Houston game in a second. And you know, you can't roster all the studs. His price is up, but it's fully justified. Uh, Cavs, Pacers, Grant, yours. Go. I mean, Leaf, he's one of the cheaper guys on the slate. Whether I end up going with him, I don't know. He like could end up with a good enough amount of minutes, uh, but. Like, there's a lot of value on the slate and a lot of mid-tier guys. So, Leaf is in play. I don't know how much I'll end up with him, but he's in play. Warren gets just getting a boatload of minutes. Should be in for a decent night here. 5,500, don't mind his price tag here. But like you already mentioned, the two guys I'm really looking at are Sabonis and Brogdon. Sabonis still has a fairly, like, pretty much the same usage rate, pretty much the same production uh, with or without turn on the table. I think he gets a slight uptick, but regardless, he's still playing high 30s minutes pretty much every single night. This isn't a bad matchup. I know that Cleveland's one of the better rebounding teams in the league, but still Sabonis should be in for a big night. Brogdon, over on our sponsor site, Yahoo, he's $33. You play 100% of them over there. Over on other sites, you play like 80% of them over there. Absolutely fantastic play. Like people are going to get a little bit of sticker shock there with him being 8,800 with the Houston game being on the slate. Like people may not go to him, but this price tag, he's pretty much paid off every single slate so far this season. He's just crushing it. He's going to end up with another big night here. Their implied total of 111 is actually pretty good. So I absolutely love Brogdon on every single slate. I will play a ton of him. He is one of my favorite plays on the entire slate pretty much every. Yeah, uh, double-double every single game. He's threatened a triple-double a couple times. I don't know if he's going to continue this, 
but I don't know if it's going to stop versus Cleveland either. Like it's a pretty good matchup. Uh, Sexton, a dreadful defender last season. Uh, my issue is just sort of like prioritizing pieces. I don't know how much I'm going to get up for Brogdon, but I'm certainly not going to discourage the rostering at Brogdon. Uh, Kyle, what are we doing here as far as the Pacers? I think it's pretty clear. Sabonis, Brogdon, interesting pieces. I, I don't, I'm not buying the Leaf nonsense. I just, I don't think he gets enough minutes. I could see McDermott being the better play amongst those two. But really, it's more about Brogdon and Sabonis. I'll get my value plays elsewhere. What say you? Yeah, I mean, Sabonis is an amazing play. The only issue that you could possibly bring up is price. His price is up, but I think he's still at a price where he can, you know, hit ceiling and, and get the you know, value on that price tag. T.J. Warren's a really good play, in my opinion. I think we're going to see him, you know, even get a, a uptick in minutes here. Um, Malcolm Brogdon has just been insanely good. Uh, with, with Miles Turner off the floor, he's at over two points fantasy points per minute um that's pretty unsustainable but other than that he's been absolutely outrageous uh dean or uh grant kind of nailed it on the sites where the price hasn't really caught up to brogdon you can't not play him it's just way too good but on sites where the price is up again um i think there's cause for you know liking other guys but he's gonna be really low owned so you're not just paying to be contrarian there without brogdon I just ran the uh, the court IQ really quickly when you mentioned as far as Brogdon, 26.4 minutes, obviously not a huge sample, but yep. a 31.7% usage, uh, 2.05 fantasy points per minute when you kick Turner off the off the court. And that's not sustainable, but that's still like, you know, he's going to be good. Uh, what, yeah. what about the Cleveland side? What are you doing there, if anything? Um, not much for me over here on the side. I guess Thompson and, and Love are somewhat interesting, but at that price tag for Thompson where there's other guys in that price range that I'd like just way too much more, I don't see myself getting Thompson too much, especially on a site like Vandal where you only get to play one center. Um, but Love is a really good play too. He's kind of in the same boat as Sabonis where the price isn't ideal, but he's been really good all year. Um, so it's a solid matchup, especially with Turner gone. The rebound should be plentiful for the for the Cleveland side. So um, loves interesting in GPPs. The only issue that I have is there's, there's a lot of good value plays at the power forward spot. Um, so I guess it'll come down to roster construction when it comes down to guys like Love and Sabonis for me. Yeah, he's been crushing, but like he's not shooting a ton. Uh, he's yeah. getting there via, via rebounds. His rebounding has been absolutely insane, especially in the defensive end. Uh, Thompson as well has been good too, but you know the price is up. We talked about that great rebounding matchup against Indiana. It's second worst rebounding matchup, uh, you know, team in, in basketball and they lost Turner. So uh, the board should definitely be available. Uh, Grant, let's move on. Let's talk about the, the premium game that is Houston and Brooklyn two forty. Oh, I don't even get a put in, put in on the Cleveland side. Oh, okay. Did you want to add something new? No, I just want to say, I really like Thompson. Okay. Well, that's new. Kind of, sort of. I mean, it's new because I'm the one saying it. Um, but yeah, Thompson's still paying off his price tag easily every single night um still not high enough in my opinion love is about where it should be uh but thompson's still a little bit underpriced maybe not go with him on FanDuel, but on multiple center sites or on fantasy draft he's a fantastic boy yeah it's just a matter of you know how, where, where do you prioritize thompson though like he's not going to be your one of your top two or three centers is he he might maybe be. he will okay all right uh houston brooklyn <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Houston, Brooklyn, uh, name a player I don't want to play on Houston. Like, pretty much everyone ben is – Ben McLemore. Hey, name a player that's going to get minutes who I don't want to play. Tyson Chandler. I mean, is he going to get enough minutes? Well, you said minutes. I mean, two was minutes. And in this context, it was clearly many minutes. Um, but, yeah. Sufficient no, like, minutes. 
Yes, there we go. <laughs> look at look at Kyle getting my back. Uh, but yeah, I mean they have a two twenty three total here. It's got a two forty total on the game here. I, I just uh, this is absolutely ridiculous here. Like, you don't see this too often. Two of the top paced teams in the entire league here putting up boatloads of points every single game. Tucker just consistently gets to 30 every single night. And this will be no different than the other nights. I don't know if he's a great tournament play, but for cash, I'm probably going to end up using him. Gordon and House are both getting enough run, both putting up enough shots. We're at their respective price tag. They offer a massive amount of value. Both have over 30-point upside. At just 4K, um, so I like both of them. And then Harden and Westbrook, I mean, these guys are just playing at such a ridiculous pace. This team is, and it's a pace-up matchup with not a bad defensive match, but we're on the other side here. They're both going to be playing mid to high 30 minutes here. Harden's getting a ton of usage. Westbrook's averaging or close to averaging a triple-double again here. Yeah, he is averaging a triple-double. Um, both these guys are fantastic plays. I prefer Westbrook here at 9,800 just because, like, they probably end up with around the same points. Granted, Harden can go for more, but, like, Westbrook, you're getting a $1,200 discount. So I love them. And then you can even throw in Clint, although there's some other centers that I'd probably rather go with. Yeah, I mean, just as a general thought, like centers against Brooklyn's obviously a thing as well, too. And uh, yeah, Kyle, so rank rank your interest as far as the Rockets. Let's see that. Like, of course, we mentioned, you know, Gordon in passing, and he's just, if you can just, why are, you think, you figure you're on the basketball court for 30 minutes, a you know, rebound would follow you at some point. That just doesn't happen. The dude has no peripherals at all. Um, like in theory, it's going to come and, you know, he can score 25 real life points and, you know, we can hit seven or eight threes. That's something he can do, uh, you know, on an assist from a guy like Westbrook or an assist from Harden. Uh, House is another guy, you know, not a huge, uh, doesn't really too much else, I suppose. Tucker, you mentioned he steals and blocks, good stocks guy, and hits that corner three and he gets his boards. That's basically it. Uh, but he has been getting there of late. Uh, Kyle prioritized Houston because, you know, this, this game is super important, obviously. Yeah, I mean – Real quick on the Gordon thing, I really don't think that should be too surprising. You guys, you got guys like Horden or Harden and Westbrook going after triple doubles every single night. You got a guy like Capella who's almost at you know fifteen boards a game. So with those guys duking it out for all these peripherals, it's going to be hard for Gordon to do anything. But he is playing a ton of minutes, so you got you kind of got to hope that eventually he's going to be able to uh, you know add on to some peripherals here. Uh, as far as the ranking, Harden's one for me. Um, probably Westbrook two. Actually, I might even put Capella, too. I think Capella's a really interesting GPP option. I think there are a lot of other good point guards. So I'd probably put Capella, too, honestly. And then uh, Westbrook, three. Um, and then, I guess, P.J. Tucker, four. And House, five. And then Gordon, six. Uh, Grant, is that, is that kind of where you're at as well, too? I know you ran off some names. It sounded like I think you had Westbrook ahead of hard when you're factoring the, uh, the asking price. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then I have Capella a little bit lower. Um, for cash, I think it's Westbrook, one. Tucker, two. For tournaments, it's probably... Westbrook and uh, Harden tied, followed by probably Capella and then House. Yeah, for me, I think I'm, Harden's got to be a foundation cash piece for me. Like I just, he just does so much. And you know, we were talking about how he was missing so many shots, his threes were so bad, and you know the, the explosion game was coming. And of course, it came last time versus Washington, where I think they combined like thirty threes. Uh, no, no, not thirty, ninety threes. Uh, like almost what, 327 points combined or something goofy like that? It was a pretty amazing game. 317. Close, though. All right. Well, more, you got to get all tactical on me. Uh, yeah, I thought that was your job. Kyle, the Brooklyn side, I want to start, what, what do you think this feels like? A, a Jared Allen game more than a DeAndre Jordan game? 
maybe playing neither. I don't know because they just kind of sort of split minutes, which is kind of frustrating. But I just I can't see Jordan running a lot with Houston. So I'm I'm interested in Allen. I don't know why I'm starting there, but I'm curious to get your thoughts as far as the center position for Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I really can't fault anybody for having interest in either of these guys. Allen is affordable, and you, he's even power forward eligible on some sides, so that's obviously a plus. Um, DeAndre Jordan, he's been getting you know 23 minutes. I think that's the minimum he's gotten in a matchup like this. If he gets those minutes again, he can easily pay off here. Um, so I can't really fault anybody for having interest in those guys. The only problem with Jordan is he's a center. And on sites where you only get one of them, uh, it's really hard to, to, to pay him there. Um, but Kyrie Irving, I think, is just one of the better plays on the entire slate. And he's going pretty overlooked uh, for tournaments. Jamino has him at 10% right now on FanDuel. I haven't really looked at the other sites for ownership projections, but that's you know really encouraging and really exciting for me personally because he's one of my favorite plays on the slates coming into the day, and it's only gotten more exciting. Same, same spot where we targeted Beal two days ago, and Beal absolutely went nuts. Just an amazing spot for any guy who is going to have an insane amount of usage and get a lot of shots up. So, Irving's a really good play, and, and so is Karis LeVert. Don't uh, don't sleep on Karis LeVert, the former Wolverine. Michigan Wolverine. Yep. Oh, there's yeah, a lot of good Wolverines today. There's about going to be about three guys that you're going to want in your lineups for the Mich- from the Michigan Wolverines. It's going to be a good day to be him. Jawan Howard, Michigan Chris still State. King yeah. is he is he playing? Are those guys still in the league? I don't I don't follow college basketball, so I have no clue what you're going to throw at me. As far as I'm curious, who the other two Michigan Wolverines are? No idea. Um, yeah, and, and, and I, I don't mind Tayshawn uh, Prince. <laughs> Tareen, I do that all the time. He's definitely not playing bad. He's playing some pickup belt ball with the the Fab Five. I somewhere. think he's playing. Uh, I believe he's playing shuffleboard in the retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> I call Tareen Prince Tayshawn Prince at least four or five times a year. So uh, smash the over on that if you can lock that one in. Uh, Harris, just a good three-point shooter. He's not terribly exciting in this game, but I think Prince is in play for sure. Dimity off the bench, you know, one of the best six men in basketball can get there in 25 minutes or so. I have a pinch of Allen. Uh, don't like Jordan nearly as much, but like uh, Kyle said, you know, prioritization at positions. You can't just like everybody doesn't work that way. And also with a normal salary cap, if I'm playing Irvin, I'm definitely running back with Harden or Westbrook or both. Uh, Lavert as well in play for, for me. Uh, I'm just going to be over on, on this game, Grant. I know it's going to be popular, but it's popular for popular for good reason. We know where the fantasy points are coming from, especially on the Houston side. Uh, talk about the Nets. God forbid I, I move on and you don't talk about Brooklyn. You'll throw another fence. Well, yeah, because this is a three-man show. And <laughs> I'm supposed to put input, but I'm right there with uh, Kyle. I, I'm staying away from uh, the centers. I'm probably staying away from Prince. To me, I'd just rather take a shot with cheaper guys. Uh, over on the Houston side, the guys I'm really looking at is obviously Kyrie. 9K is too cheap considering what he's done this year and this ridiculous matchup where he could end up easily with 50 real-life points. And then Dinwiddie, like, I think like a lot of people just look at his average minutes, but the first game he just didn't really get too much run. He's going to get 27 to 32 would be my guess. This is a high-paced matchup. He hasn't shot well in a few games of the season, and he's still putting up big numbers. The usage is absolutely through the roof so far this season. He's only 5.3K. I absolutely love Dinwiddie. I like him more than I like Irving. You can play Levert. I don't mind that at all. Like He's a guy that – can easily get you there. He's playing a boatload of minutes and probably will play a boatload of minutes in this one. It's a high up paced matchup. Even with Dinwiddie and Irving eating up all these, he still gets there. So if I had to rank my guys, it would be Dinwiddie, Irving, and then Levert in that order. And I'm probably staying away from the rest of the guys. 
the uh, the chat is speculating, Kyle. Are they on it as far as your other your, your other uh, Wolverines? Are they on the Warriors? Yeah, I saw. Yep, those are the two. So those are, those three are pretty good plays in my opinion, and they're all from Michigan. So I'm pretty excited. This is my day. This is why, this is why it's my favorite slate of the year so far. It's my day. That's where you're from. Like you don't have a backdrop for whatever reason. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. where you were. Like what? Two months ago, back in college. <laughs> two months ago. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, you, you went to Michigan. <laughs> no, no, I went to Central Michigan, but I'm okay. from here. So oh, I really? I did not know that. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Is there a Central Michigan stack in play tonight, or no? Not so much. No, there will never be a Central Michigan player in the NBA ever. I don't think. <laughs> hey, you don't uh, know that. Yeah, I wouldn't guarantee I don't know. it. I've seen him play the past two years. I don't know why anyone would want to go sample there. Size. So. Derek Carr, says sample size. <laughs> we need 10,000 years of Central Michigan basketball to make that claim first. Uh, we should move on. Uh, Milwaukee, O-Town, 215 is the total. Orlando is a four-point dog. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, really, really good at fantasy basketball. Really good at basketball as well, too. Uh, Kyle, he's going to be kind of sort of somewhat lost. Uh, not, not this massive total from the Milwaukee side. Orlando plays slow. They're a good defensive team. Um, you know, somewhat hindered, I suppose, the well, you rather Bamba in there, but that's not going to chase me away or make a, you know, Giannis that much more appealing. The secondary pieces on Milwaukee is just no thanks for me. Uh, it's Giannis or nothing, and I don't know how you play Vuk. I guess you can, but whatever. I guess you can play Isaac, and I don't want to. I just this whole game for me is just mostly a cross off unless I'm playing, you know, a la carte Giannis and Tedekumpo. Yeah, I mean, for me, the only two in this game that I really can get to. You know, consistently is Isaac and Vucevic. Vucevic is a pretty interesting GPP play. You get a pretty significant discount off of uh, Drummond, and he'll he'll be decently low, but nothing you know under ten percent or anything like that. Uh, Giannis is interesting for GPPs, but the price is just so high. And there's guys that I I prioritize a little bit more. You know, like Kyrie Irving, who should be around the same ownership. Um, so yeah, Giannis is interesting. I'll have some of them in tournaments, but uh, overall, I don't think he'll make any like my main lineups or anything like that. Grant, you like this game? No, no, I don't. And FYI, Chris Kamen went to Central Michigan University. Oh, the caveman! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like Forty I, years ago. I mean, he, he's the guy I would have guessed. Years by the way, like one of these players went to Central uh, Michigan. I would have guessed Chris Kamen. Awesome hair, by the way, Chris Kamen. Yeah, he was playing yeah. literally three years ago. Um, just <laughs> he was, so you know, he was a lottery pick, wasn't he? I feel like he was a lottery. I pick. think he was number one overall. He, no, it was six overall. Oh, six overall. The okay. Heat almost took him, Kamen over over D Wade. Fun fact. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Was that, it was that draft class okay wow. i think so unless i'm making that up like that could be a chop fact for all we know but i'm fairly certain that's true somebody yeah, should confirm that uh i'm going to summarize this game and who i want to play in a few words yeah no one maybe <laughs> Voose, maybe Giannis, but no one hey kyle you're playing on fandle any interest in the yeah. boss uh ross he's super cheap over there uh, no mcw by the way for what it's worth yeah um i he's the same price as jordan Poole, so um can't do it jordan Poole's my boy tonight so is he just a lock jordan pool like, that, that, that's Not, I, yeah i don't, I don't know I don't about a lot with those guys yeah i don't know i guess um i'll have to check i haven't checked the ownership projections in, in a little bit but i guess it depend on that but it doesn't look like he's going to be anything too highly owned so if he's going to be low owned out yeah jimmy is at four percent right now so i would love that so at that rate i'll have a ton of jordan Poole. Yeah, uh, well, t- I mean, I don't know if it's going to be Poole. I don't know if it's going to be Burks. I don't know if it's going to be Lee, the little dog, Robinson, uh, Paschal. You know, I know uh, who likes Paschal. Uh, Mike Gallagher, really, really sharp NBA mind. He's a big fan of Paschal. I'm in a season-long league with him, and he spent a lot of money on him to get him. Yeah, season-long basketball. That's a thing, apparently. I mean, Guys, I'm also go put your that. waiver wire claims in on Josh Gordon. 
<laughs> I'm also in that league, but Dean just didn't want to mention that. It's oh, I forgot. That's right. Yeah. Did you see yeah. he spent like 700 bucks on passion? Yeah. Did you yeah. bid on him or no? No, I didn't. Yeah. I, I got Burks. So I was the only schmuck that bid on him too. <laughs> I could have got him for free. What do I know? Uh, I just threw a dart at him. Nobody cares. Why am I talking season-long basketball? We're moving on from Milwaukee, Orlando, uh, New York, Boston. 212 is the total. Boston's a 10-point favorite here, Grant. Um, yeah, so we have some body parts that are missing on the Boston side. Last time out, we saw Marcus Smart thrive in the absence. Are the body parts missing or are the players missing because of body parts? Well, the entire body of Jalen Brown's not going to be playing tonight because he had the fish. He's not feeling particularly well. Uh, Robert Williams is out with his hip. Another big man who would split minutes alongside Tatum. We know Enos Cantor's out. I don't know if they called up Taco Fall, the pride of UCF. Uh, I don't even know if he would be in the rotation if they did uh, from the, uh, the old G League. But um, it feels like a night where Tice should play 25, 26, maybe 30 minutes if things are going fairly well. He's been close to a fantasy point, but a guy, Grant, is this good chalk or bad chalk? I mean, depending on how chalky he is, I'm going to check out our ownership projections here and see exactly what he's at. And it looks like he's going to be 38%. I think it's bad chalk. I mean – First of all, this game could end up in a blowout. So 28 minutes isn't a guarantee here. Um, if I remember correctly, I think he's still a little bit hampering an ankle sprain. So that could knock down a few minutes, especially in an easy matchup versus the Knicks. Uh, and there's multiple other pieces that you can play on Boston that could potentially take away from his overall production here. So at 38%, if that's accurate, I that, it's definitely bad shock. I'm seeing at Yahoo or Yahoo ownership projections, 54% projected home for Tice. He's still minimum there, 10 bucks. And there is an opportunity cost to center, which we'll talk about. Uh, so like he might be good, like dollar for dollar, but as far as opportunity cost, but the other thing, you don't necessarily need a center to get there because you have guys like Harden and Westbrook lurking. So there are different routes to get to the top. Uh, you know, really strong, fancy point from a player. Kyle, are we in on this uh, Tice chalk tonight? Um, so the only reason why – I like Tice is because I think that there are contrarian options, you know, in the elite price range, you know, a guy like Kyrie Irving, uh, even Giannis, if you like him, those guys are going to be pretty low owned. And I think you can be contrarian there. If you want to play Tice, if you don't want to play Tice, I'm totally okay with the fade. And there's even, you know, Grant Williams in the same game on the same team. If you're not playing Daniel Tice, I think Grant Williams is an amazing play because if Tice is going to flop, Williams is probably going to get a ton of minutes, you know, whether it's blowout, foul trouble, whatever it may be. They don't really have too many other options here. And Grant Williams could, you know, he could be standalone value here. Even if Tice does well, Grant Williams could still get there. And if Tice flops, you got to figure Grant Williams is in a really good spot to pay off here. But this Boston team as a whole has to be interesting because essentially they're going to be having, you know, seven, eight-man rotation with guys like Edwards and Wanaker getting a few minutes here and there just to give the guards a break after that first uh, initial starting push or whatever. So I think this Boston team has to be really interesting from that standpoint where there's not going to have many guys and these guys are going to play a lot of minutes. Uh, Hayward did a strong game last time out. Smart did a strong game last time out. You got Walker, you got Tatum as well too against New York. Uh, Kyle, the other pieces as far as the Boston side. Uh, I think Tatum's a really good play. Um, if this game does get out of hand, you got to figure Tatum's going to have a, a huge part in that. Um, the price is just not enough for me to – get away from it. He's, you know, cheaper than Sabonis, cheaper than Love at the power four position. Uh, his ownership isn't going to be crazy at all. He's the guy in Boston now, and it's a really good matchup for him. Nobody can really match up with him. He's just really unique in that way that he can do so many different things. 
uh, at, at his position. So I really like Tatum. I think he's one of the better plays. And Kemba Walker's another guy who's going to be super contrarian at the point guard position. So uh, I think I think Kemba Walker's going to be pretty interesting too. Grant, jump in here as far as the rest of the pieces in this game. Uh, Tatum's one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. Uh, people might look at the last game to see what it, it's like without uh, Brown in the lineup, but he had Giannis on him. Like the guy still played 39 minutes. This game potentially stays close. We could see 39 minutes from again, and we'll see an uptick compared to what we saw last game because it's a much, much better matchup here. So I really, really like Tatum. He's behind Brogdon, easily one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. I don't know if I'm going to end up going with Marcus Smart. I know that he hit last night. He's had two good games in a row, or not last night, two nights ago. He's had two good games in a row. He's 4,900. Yes, he can easily crush that value, but there's a lot of guys that can happen. I'm expecting him to be fairly chalky. I think we currently have, well, it's not as highly owned as I thought, but 15% seems a little bit too low here. Uh, If he's around there, I probably will end up with some of them. But Tatum's really the guy I want to go with, and Hayward's probably the second option here. And we talked about Grant Williams. Yes, he's a decent play there, 3,300. He can end up with a whole lot more minutes. Again, Dice is not guaranteed to play 30 minutes. There's a whole lot of ways this game could go. Um, if it's going to be a blowout, then Williams is probably the guy that's going to end up crushing value. Uh, Neil Aquino is going to draw the start for Grant, uh, for Grant, for for uh, for New York. Uh, Ellington's going to the bench. Uh, Mitch, Mitchell Robinson's an awesome fantasy point better player. He's super handsy, and also he's just not getting any run this year for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know what Fizdale's doing. I don't know if Fizdale knows what he's doing sometimes. He he didn't start Noah Keenan last time out because he was afraid he would get in foul trouble early. Uh, he only had one foul at the half, and the second half he didn't start. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, as far as the New York side, other pieces, any interest in a cheap Noah Kina? If you can get somehow Robinson playing 27 minutes, he'd be awesome. Uh, can't really trust that. Also a really good Vandal play, or Yahoo as well too, because they get that to three points for the steal, three points for the block. Uh, good stocks guy as far as Robinson. Uh, Grant, other pieces on New York, and of course Barrett. Like he scuffled last time out where he was pretty chalky, but he should play in theory another 33, 34 minutes or so, if not more. Yeah, I mean, prior to last game, he was playing a minimum of 36 every single game. I think we can expect that again this game i think that people might overreact to what happened last game i really like barrett in this one and then i don't mind taking a shot on randall's price tag's finally low enough where i think he's got a decent amount of upside here we saw what he did the first game versus the spurs robinson i'm not going with like it's fizzdale i don't know what is going to happen with these rotations yes he can offer some upside but he's taking up a center spot he's not that cheap like, yes, he has some upside, but there's just as many guys around the same price tag who have just as much, if not more, upside. So I don't really want to play Robinson. Um, Frank, probably not going with him. I don't trust the New York rotations enough. Like, the only two guys I know that are going to get minutes, it's pretty much a guarantee, are Barrett and Randall. And those are the two guys that I would end up going with if I'm bringing it back with a few Boston guys. Uh, you got anything here, Kyle, as far as the New York side? Yeah, I, I love RJ Barrett today. I liked him a lot last game. He, he kind of failed us, but um, it's, it's kind of the same situation where he's going to be in a starting lineup with only one other guy, Julius Randle, who has a 20% usage or higher. You know, having Robinson starting and Nilakina starting, it just adds these low usage guys, which should only benefit him in the long run. Um, and if you're playing guys like Boston, which you really should because of how small the rotation should be, you're going to want the game to stay close. What is Grant doing? Um, <laughs> I don't see him. with my iPhone charger. <laughs> and so, yeah, so if you're for tournament purposes, you want things to correlate. So 
So you're going to like these Boston guys. Uh, you kind of want the game to stay close. And R.J. Barrett's going to be kind of the guy that helps that game stay close, or one of them anyway. So I think R.J. Barrett's a really good play. Should be contrarian, and his price came down because of the, the dud last game. So I think he's a really good option. All right. Detroit, Chicago, 216.5 is the total. Chicago's a four-point favorite. I mentioned earlier in the show, Indiana was the worst, a second worst rebounding team in basketball. The worst rebounding team in basketball has been the Chicago Bulls. On the other side, you got Andre Drummond with, we definitely know, no Blake, potentially no Markeith. This feels like a 2020 on layaway. Drummond's just an absolute smash spot, Kyle. It's just a matter of, look, we live in the world of salary cap. You can only have so many studs. Where is Drummond in the world of how you're prioritizing studs? Um, number two behind Harden. Yeah. Uh, He's just such a good play, and the only way I can really talk myself into getting away from him is playing a guy like Capella, who I do like, but also if Morris is out, Christian Wood steps in, and he's a pretty solid value play. So I'm kind of waiting on that news, but uh, I do think you can play you know, two or three Pistons, maybe even four if you like Kennard, and then if Morris is out. So um, I think Rose is a really good option in this one too. He His price came down after a bad game, and he's probable to play, or I don't know if they even ruled him officially off the injury report, but Rose and Drummond are really good options. Kennard's a, a good salary saver. And if Morris is out, Wood's one of the better value plays on the slate. Yeah, I, th- I feel like I saw a note that said that game was closer with the Toronto, that Rose could have come back in theory. Uh, it okay. is a revenge game. The, the revenge people are certainly excited about this. Rose going back to True. Chicago. Uh, his minutes have obviously have been limited. I think he's grabbed no more than 27. He's old. He's fragile. But he's a really, really strong in those 27 minutes. Uh, Grant, uh, you know, you talk about some centers before you talk about Tristan Thompson. This is why I asked you, are you not on Drummond? Is Drummond in the top two for you? Or is he a piece you're considering? Drummond is definitely very much in play. We know all the numbers for Chicago and how bad they are at rebounding. Drummond just – Drummond. You play him every single night that Griffin's out, and he's pretty much delivered outside of Philly every single time. And, yes, he could end up getting in foul trouble here, but I'm still going to play quite a bit of him. I mean, it's all different – for different sites over on FanDuel. Yeah, I mentioned someone who I like but in Thompson, but I can only play one center there. It's different between different sites, but Drummond across all sites is one of the top options here. He's probably going to be the highest scoring center on the entire slate. Outside of him, Rose, Kyle mentioned it. Like, he didn't have a great game versus Indy. He didn't have a great game versus Toronto, but Toronto, he still put up 31 points in 21 minutes. The usage rate is through the roof every single game coming out the second unit, and he's doing everything. He can go off for a 60-point game, even only playing 27, 28 minutes. The guy just can just destroy things, and he's only 5,700 here. I absolutely love Rose. Outside of them, if Morris gets ruled out, then Christian Wood becomes one of the de facto best plays on the slate here. Could end up getting a ton of minutes here, and he's produced not only in one game this year, but oftentimes last year with New Orleans. So we know what he can do in a uh, decent amount of, of minutes here, and he's 3,900. Uh, outside of them, you can take a shot on Kennard. I just kind of stopped doing that. I just don't like it anymore. That's my analysis on him. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. If we get that situation, if Boris is ruled out, do we like Wood or we like Tice if we only can pick one? I'd rather take Wood. Kyle? Yeah, I would take Wood too because the ownership won't follow Wood. I think it will stay with Tice. And Wood is really good per minute guy. So even if he doesn't get a ton of minutes, I think he can easily match if not you know, do better than Tice tonight. Yeah, fantasy players have been trying to make Wood a thing for years now. Uh, Otto Porter <laughs> still really oh, – <laughs> On the previous show. Uh, yeah, so uh, Otto, Otto Porter is, is is super cheap. He has not been very good. He's been dealing with a, a face. Uh, he's been playing through it. 
his minutes have not been terribly exciting either. You got Markkanen, who's you know hasn't really done something. You know, he had that first game where he broke out, and ever since has been whatever. Wendell Carter is dealing with a thumb. He's just playing through it as well. I think it's going to be an issue. They're saying for the next like six weeks or so. So kind of consider that. As far as the guard rotation, you know, Sadoransky, no interest. White and uh, Porter were just switching in and out for each other last game. I noticed outside of like twenty seconds or so, they didn't. They uh, essentially did not overlap. Uh, what do you have for me as far as the Chicago side, Kyle? Um, the only guy I really like here is Markinen. His price came down after you know a couple of slow games, but um, I'm not really worried about him at all. I think this is a good spot for him in general. Um, he's still the guy here. Him and Levine. Otto Porter is. He had a pretty solid game uh, back from the mouth injury or whatever whatever it was. I don't even know if he missed any time, but yeah, he's priced pretty uh, pretty cheaply. But overall, it's just Markinen for me on this side, and um, that's pretty much it. Maybe Levine if you want to get kind of freaky in GPPs, but I think Markkinen is going to do that enough for you below be on. Grant, anything to add on here? Um, Levine and Markkinen both are in play, but I really like Otto Porter. 4,300, men's restriction is lifted. He's a guy that can get it done. You look at his shooting outings so far this season, they just haven't been great. Like, he's a guy that could potentially be in for a 30-some-odd point game here. 4,300 seems a little bit too cheap. He's a guy that I think I'm going to be overweight on the field on. Yeah, I have a little bit on DK right now. Uh, I'm not I'm not enthused about it. I wish he was playing a little more than 27 minutes. We shall see if that changes. Uh, on Yahoo, I'm seeing he's like 19 bucks over there. It's just whatever. I think that's less appealing than it is the price on DK. And I, I would imagine, Kyle, the price isn't great on Fando. I don't know it off, off the top of my head. Yeah, it's 5'5", five, five. It's, so it's not bad. But there are a lot of guys in that range that are, I think are pretty interesting. So he's not bad, but I think there are other guys and, and even cheaper guys at, at that position on Fando. Uh, three games, 18 minutes. We're going to have time for some questions. That's going to be exciting. We have him rushing through them because every single slate we've been getting is basically been like 11 game slates tonight, just an eight gamer. Uh, of course, whatever questions we don't get to, or, you know, if, if news changes, crunch time will be all over it. Andy means and Roth will break things down for you guys all the way up the lock. And if you guys are pre members, you can ask your questions there as well. Uh, Lake show Dallas two seventeen is the total. Dallas is a two point dog. Uh, Lakers here getting Kuzma back. They're expecting to ease him in. Uh, 20 minutes is the projected minutes for him. And, uh, you know, this game is obviously four studs. It's LeBron, it's Brow, it's Luka, and it's Porzingis. And I think these guys, Kyle, I feel like this game's going to be, I don't want to say lost, but, you know, it, the ownership will be suppressed because that Houston game's happening, right? Yeah, definitely. I think so far the only guy that I see is really getting a whole lot of attention is Luka. So we'll get guys like Anthony Davis, LeBron, and, uh, Porzingis at low ownership. We're finally get the Porzingis um, low ownership contrarian play for I think the first time this year. He's been pretty chalky on every slate that he's been on. Um, so I like Porzingis a little bit. The only thing about Porzingis is there's a pretty solid amount of power forwards, especially if Morris is out to where what is the value at that position on Fanduel specifically. Um, but yeah, Luca's a really good play. I love Luca and Porzingis. The only issue with Porzingis is he kind of gets lost in roster construction. So I might go out of my way to fit him in there because I know he'll be uh, contrarian. But Luca's going to be a guy that I'm trying to jam in the lineup as much as I can. Yeah, I mean, I hate to say that where he's got like a ceiling on his minutes. Porzingis, we're probably not going to see more than 34. That should be enough right. in theory. Yeah. Um, yeah, Grant, you know, obviously great studs here and, you know, salary cap, yada, yada, yada. But I'm, these guys are mostly on the outside looking in for me. I'm not saying you can't play them. Of course, you can do it in tournaments, especially I think Davis has got the highest ceiling, assuming his shoulder is good to go. I feel like this game should be on ESPN. I don't know, but that makes sense to me in my head. Uh, so, I'm, you know, whatever. This is probably going to be the, one of the you know games that 
I, I think that moves ownership to some degree. Some people out there want to watch their teams. They don't have the league pass. Uh, Grant, uh, what are your thoughts as far as this game? I mean, they're kind of lost in the shovel. Yes, Porzingis, Luca, Davis, James are all in play. Um, I'm probably going to full on fade James. Davis, I might have some ownership in. Luca, I'll have some ownership in. Porzingis is probably the most interesting one. It's not an easy matchup going up against Davis, um, but he does still have 60 point upside. Like 8K on a slate where he's probably going to be lost. I don't mind that, but like. I, I, I might just end up fading this game. Like, there's too many other good games, too many other just good spots and underpricings. Is there a fifth player that's interesting in this game at all, Kyle? Like, Powell should get uh, 50, 20 minutes now, so that's going to hit somebody else to some degree. Kuzma coming back playing 20 minutes, will, you know, there'll be a trickle-down effect as well. Probably multiple guys, but I don't think there's, like, any other peripheral player in this game that really is interesting to me. Um, No, not really. I mean – I originally hoped that we might see Kuzma at like a 25 minutes limit because at that rate, I might have been somewhat interested at that price tag. But um, other than that, the only guy that I initially had interest in was Steph, uh, Seth Curry, not Steph Curry. Seth Curry He's playing a ton of minutes after being back from the injury, but at that position, I'm just not going to get to enough of him. So for me, there's not really a fifth, and Curry would probably be the only one I could reach for. Grant, you confirm? I'm, using, I'm not using Curry. Okay. <laughs> I was saying as far as the, the – there's no secondary piece in this game, really. No, I already said there's only four guys I'm even interested in at all, and I'm not that interested in them. Uh, Utah, Sacramento, 213.5 is the total. Sacramento is a five-point dog here. Uh, obviously, Utah, not an opponent you necessarily want to pick on. Uh, granted, Sacramento team's been kind of sort of a mess. We've seen the breakout of Rashawn Holmes. Jeez, uh, a lot going on here downtown in Nashville today. I apologize. I put my mic on mute. And just turn the game over to uh, the Grant. Open it up for us. Uh, that's not a great idea because I don't want anyone in this game. All right, good conversation, Kyle. <laughs> I, like it's, it's just there's there, there's nothing. Um, I mean, maybe if Giles comes back and he is going to play enough minutes, but I doubt no, that's going to happen. It's still not, not a good matchup. Like I don't really want to use Holmes at fifty five hundred in this matchup here. Like he's been crushing recently, but I don't really see the need to use him against Gobert. I mean. Buddy Hyde could end up putting up a whole lot of shots, but this isn't a good matchup here. Fox is priced about where he should be, and you're sacrificing so much by going to him instead of other guys. Like, no one here is going to take down, a, like, just destroy the slate unless this game goes into multiple overtimes. So I don't want anyone on the Sacramento side. And then, yeah, you can take a shot on Gobert or take a shot on Mitchell, but I'm not going to. Kyle, but ownership. Yeah, I mean, ownership's going to be pretty low in this one. So I looked into these rotations for the Kings a little bit because it's been a confusing one this year. And I think the the thing that stood out to me over the last two games, because I've been on Bielitsa pretty much all all year so far, and he kind of got cut out of the closing rotation because they're going against a smaller smaller Charlotte team. And it's kind of going to be what they what they come against here against the Jazz. So I don't think we see Bielitsa in the starting or in the closing rotation. I think we'll see Bogdanovich in the closing rotation. So I think... Uh, he could be pretty interesting. Um, as far as Rashawn Holmes, no interest for me unless you're playing on Yahoo, which in that case, he's a really good player. He's only, still only 15 bucks. Um, other than that, uh, Bojan Bogdanovic is a really, really good fan to play at 5,300 in this matchup where he could be, you know, he could go and score 30 points, real points. So I like him. And then that's pretty much it for me in this game. Yeah, Holmes is a super active center, kind of like an energy guy, the way like Harrell is. 
Uh, you know, good stocks guy. He can get handsy as well, too. It just seems like a great matchup versus Gobert. But if he does play 35 minutes, he can get there. He's a strong fantasy point better player. Uh, I don't know if he's going to play 35 like he did last time out. And, you know, uh, that could be an anomaly. We'll see. But uh, the, the Giles may or may not play. And I think they made a move basically saying I think they could assign them if they wanted to. Essentially, they said that he's not a part of their future, more or less. I, I saw a note on that. Um, former lottery pick, I believe. It's not working out for him. So I don't think Giles, even if he plays. And also, Deadman. They signed Deadman, and his just he's just worthless right now. Uh, basically, out of the rotation, at least last game, I think he played four minutes or so. Uh, just just not playable. Um, I'm being told by Devin in my ear we have one minute left. Wait, hold on a second. Did the time change, Devin, as far as the show? Oh, Devin, D-Train, what are you doing to me? What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> D-Train is trying to tilt me. <laughs> what an idiot. The one time we're actually on time, we have a pretty good pace grant, and then, you know, D-Train's got to – some people like to see the world burn, and it's D-Train apparently. Uh, the hammer that is San Antonio Golden State, 222 is the total. Golden State, seven-point dogs here. Uh, Kyle, yeah, so, you know, we're, D'Angelo Russell's going to probably take a bunch of shots inefficiently. Draymond Green's already dealing with, like, a, what, a, a neck and a back. Don't finish that lyric rant. Um, <laughs> I sang it in my head. I sang it. In my head. <laughs> he's got a couple of things. Like I, so I'm, I'm Kyle. You, you, you talked about it. Kind of insinuated earlier in the show. Uh, Pool is kind of sort of somewhat interesting. Robinson's interesting. Paschal can be a thing. A little bit more expensive. WCS. Ugh, like it just doesn't make sense of him and this team at all. Uh, Lee maybe off the bench could be a thing. I, I have no clue how to predict what they're going to do tonight. And it might be a you know a volatile thing or a fluid thing where night to night what Kerr's doing as far as who's hot. But I guess you have some reads you want to fire out there because uh, I need some cheapies in this game potentially. Yeah, so there's four guys who I think are underpriced in this game. That So basically, the, the reason why I think this game is going overlooked is because you see the two stars, Murray and Curry, out. So people are assuming this game might be a little bit, you know, ugly, which is fine, but Ugly games can produce for fantasy. So Jordan Poole and Glenn Robinson should both play 30 minutes easily, could get more. Rudy Gay should play 24, 25 minutes and get more usage with DeJounte Murray out. And then Derek White is a somewhat chalky play, but he's one of the better plays at point guard in the, at the, on the entire slate at that position. So those are the four guys that I really like in this one. And uh, Poole and Robinson I think are really good value plays because they're pivots off of other chalky value plays, which is obviously what you – what I look for in tournaments. So those are the two guys for me. And then uh, Derek White is a somewhat chalky one, but he's a great play for me. Chad, start loading up your questions. We're going to you know, talk to Grant. And, uh, don't worry, Grant. You'll have your chance to speak in this game. I'm not going to. I don't have much more mentions. else to add. Kind oh, of well, there. The, but, the one time I ignored you is the one time you actually had something to say. Well, I, I had very little. I see all I had to say was I like Thompson there. Um, but one thing to mention is Russell's priced up everywhere, but he's cheap over on uh, Yahoo at 33 bucks. Like him and yeah. him and Brogdon are the stone cold locks over there. Hey, uh, here's a question in chat, Kyle. White versus Smart uh, in cash. I think if it doesn't matter the price, it's got to be White, right? Um, yeah, White definitely. Yeah, I, I really even ownership considered, I still like White. Uh, if you guys are on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. That helps us a lot with the old analytics. Uh, and uh, ask your questions over there. Look at that D-Train right on cue. He's got a bunch of questions he's pulled throughout. There's a conversation going on over there on uh, YouTube, and he's, he's just pulling those questions as, as the show is progressing. So maybe we touched on these. Maybe we have not, but they have been pulled up. Uh, Grant, do you have a thought as far as Golden State? But, again, I'm, I'm sort of in wait-and-see mode as far as the Warriors. 
Uh, in theory, Russell can go absolutely nuts. Draymond, I, you got to assume his assist rate's going to take a hit here to some degree because who's going to hit his shots, um, you know, without the, you know, Curry and Will Clay's not been there all season. Uh, Grant, you kind of said you had nothing to say, and I, I don't know why I'm throwing it to you, but you still have nothing yeah, to say. Yeah, I I, I, I'm just right up there with Kyle. Like, play against Grunland Robinson, play pool. Russell's too expensive on most sites outside of Yahoo. Draymond probably going to take a down tick without Curry in the lineup here. So, yeah, just don't really – on a whole lot of anyone from Golden State outside of just the cheap guys. And then wide over on the other side is one of the best plays on the slate. And you can take a shot on Aldridge or DeRozan, but I'm not a huge fan of either of them. Yeah, that's, I think they're both kind of sort of somewhat fine. But, like, I always say the same thing about LMA and, and DeRozan. Like, you know, these guys are still playing in, like, 2005. They don't shoot threes. They shoot their 17-foot jumpers. You know, three is greater than two. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's not even a chop back. That's did bust out your cock coder. That is that's true. That's for real. That's I refuse. Uh, I know that you were a teacher, but that can't be right. It's <laughs> the reason why I'm no longer. I could be lying. Who knows? Um, yeah. So you know, those guys just don't break the slate. I mean, very rarely do they uh, do they do it. I suppose it's possible. Uh, Grant, can you handle a threesome as far as Yahoo GPP? You ready for it? Yeah. Uh, we got Gordon Hayward. Brogdon and Luca. That's a pretty good threesome against Harden, House, and Drummond. Two studs and House. Probably the second one, although I want Brogdon in my lineup. I like how they specifically asked. They basically say, Grant, you're your I don't want to hear what Grant has to say for Kyle. <laughs> I like I read it as shots fired to Grant. It's not like, hey, I respect <laughs> Kyle. Uh, Kyle, and a vacuum or uh, a Hoover. Uh, Brogdon versus Russ. D'Angelo Russell. Um, I'll take Brogdon. Um, I just, you just can't really deny with Brogdon. I think, was that question for Yahoo specifically or was it for all of them? It was it's for Yahoo because at the same price. Yeah, Brogdon, yeah. Grant, this wasn't your question. I don't know why you're chiming in. Because um, I'm clarifying because <laughs> I don't think you knew that they were the same price. I just wanted to snap at you. Uh, Grant, you can play along as well too. Smart versus Levine. Those are different prices, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they're asking for season long, in which case it would be Levine. Okay, how about for DFS? Probably still Levine. I mean, Smart's going to be way too chalky. Uh, Kyle, Levine versus Markinen? Um, I'll take Markinen on that one. I'm going to stick with you, Kyle, because this is a Golden State question. Thoughts on Spellman? Is that too ambitious? Yeah, I just don't know if you can really go there, especially with Willie Cauley-Stein back. He played 12 minutes last game, and he looked pretty solid. I think they'll try to work him in more. with. Then they got um, Pascal there, too, Draymond, and, and GR3 could get some run at the four, so... No uh, Spellman for me. Uh, Grant, can you play Dinwiddie uh, and Irving together? Yes. I believe you can. Uh, Kyle, rank these three, uh, Kyrie, Drummond, and Westbrook. That's pretty tricky. Yeah. Um, so I guess ownership not counting, I guess. We'll go Drummond, Kyrie, Russ. But if ownership is in play, then Kyrie one, Drummond two. Uh, Jazz Bogdanovich versus Prince. That's a uh, – Tareen, not Tayshawn. Great. Oh, I was unaware that. I was unaware of that. Um, <laughs> well, some people still Prince. think of the old guy. Yeah, I know. We went through that multiple times today. <laughs> so that was a call. It's called a callback, Grant. Uh, but Grant, it's they, called a Raz Dean. <laughs> Grant, they want to know how much uh, this is a callback to your uh, ridiculous takes over the years. Uh, Fitzpatrick, any, any interest in Ryan Fitzpatrick, the, the quote-unquote greatest quarterback of all time? You, playing you mean the game? guy that won the Millie Maker twice for someone last year? Um, 
I'm probably still not playing much. <laughs> it's, it's more about the surrounding cast than it is. Like, did you know last... he went to Harvard? Oh, I did not know that. And he plays football. I did Both not know that. And he has a beard. <laughs> That's which I will that. have Andy, by the end of the month. And he pops out kids like something that happens he? often. Oh, I he's he's Phil... Philip Rivers-esque. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Rivers can feel like a soccer team. Definitely a basketball team. Um, all right, we got to rank these guys, Kyle. You ready? We got yep. Rudy Gay, uh, Gordon. I guess that's Eric Gordon. I assume these are last names. Uh, Robinson and Prince. One of these guys for cash. Gay, Gordon, Robinson, or Prince? Uh, Gay, Robinson, Gordon, Prince. I don't really have a lot of love for LMA. Do you, Grant? Not really. What's up, Ducky, in the chat? I'm like, the answer is it's Ducky. Just so you, that's gonna, Ducky, the answer is you. Um, uh, that's a, I don't know who. <laughs> that's an, I think that's a, a, another great. We're having a lot of fun here with the questions in chat today. Uh, White versus Dinwiddie, Kyle. Oh, you White. skipped one? All right. Yeah, well, <laughs> did you want to answer that one, Grant? <laughs> you probably saw it if you're playing along at home. Uh, I mean, I, I I prefer the word dong. It's a funny word. Yeah, but what if, what if Morris doesn't play? Then Wood's a better play, isn't he? Then it's, this dong? And yeah, if Morris is out, then it's Wood. Uh, Grant, if Lamb Morris versus, out, Wood in. <laughs> Lamb versus Warren, Grant. Uh, Warren. Uh, Kyle, can you fade a stud point guard on FanDuel? And if so, uh, can you do that with Brogdon and White? Uh, yeah, I think you can fade Westbrook. I I don't know if I'd necessarily do it with Brogdon. I mean, you could, but um, I prefer Kyrie. I think Kyrie's going to go a little on there. Brogdon's going to so, outscore Westbrook. Yeah, that's I, I that's fine. I have I have Kyrie for more than Brogdon, so I prefer Kyrie. And they're only like eight hundred dollars different. So um, I mean, I don't mind Brogdon there, but I would prefer Kyrie. Hey Grant, your favorite pivot off Tice? Uh, Grant Williams, apparently. So I'm assuming that's the question you were asking. The question is, your favorite pivot off Tice? No, someone asked me my thoughts on on Grant Williams. Um, <laughs> I wasn't Grant putting Williams. a spin in the questions. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'll just read what it says. Unless it says sure. dong, then I don't read it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> what if, if Morris is out? Uh, same question, Kyle. Um, what was the question? Sorry, I was... Not the dong. The, the fa- your favorite pivot off Tice? Uh, Williams. Kyle, why are we not talking about D. Russ and his 50-burger tonight? Um, I, I think there's just too many other small, uh, shooting guard options. I mean, I guess you could like him on sites where you can play him at point guard, but um, I prefer just to play the values over there in Golden State. Kyle, the chat wants to know, what's going on, what, what kind of product you put in your hair? Like juices and berries, per plus? What, what, what do you put in the hair to make it so sharp? <laughs> They've asked this like the last three days. I tell them it's all natural, but that's a lie. It's like this. It's called like molding mud. I don't know. I got it from wherever I get my haircut. Molding? It does the job. Yeah. Which player is getting the headlock tonight? Well, Ben Simmons is not playing, so nobody's getting the headlock. Uh, although, uh, I don't know if you got – Bryn Forbes is known for the noogie. I don't know if you guys are aware of that. So, maybe I don't know if that's in play tonight. Uh, one or two more questions before we step aside and get out of here, Grant. we got to finish strong. Uh, Grant, who should, I, who should I pair with from in, on Fandle? You don't have to pair anybody with him, do you? Is Grant still here? I think, I think Grant's, Grant's muted. Muted like a dummy. <laughs> uh, pair him with Porter. We got to finish strong. Uh, Kyle, give me a hot take before we get out of here. Um, Kyrie Irving scores 40 real points. Grant, see it and raise it. Um, Porter, or sorry, let's see. Brogdon outscores Harden and Russ. 
He's Kyle. He's Grant. 50-50 chance I'm pointing in the right direction. I'm Dean. Enjoy your basketball. Stay tuned for Crunch Time with Andy. If you guys are premium members, play on Yahoo tonight. We're out of here. Holler. Thank you.